Hello and welcome to Harbor for the Arts podcast, where the performing and creative arts meets lifestyle. The mission of this podcast is to enhance, inspire, educate, and entertain all listeners about the performing and creative arts. I'm your host, opera singer Bree Cooper. I am an actress, opera singer, author, podcast host, TV host, playwright, producer, and more. And did I also mention that I work full-time for a very prominent arts organization in the heart of Washington, D.C., where we present international artists on stages throughout Washington, D.C., as well as provide music education instruction in schools in Washington, D.C., throughout the city. I am so happy you are joining me today. This podcast episode is number 11. And today we are talking about the candles of Kwanzaa, as well as the fourth principle of Kwanzaa. And so many of you enjoyed the recipe that I shared yesterday on the previous podcast for Podmist Caribbean Sorrel. I am going to share another recipe in honor of the fourth principle of Kwanzaa. So let's get on into the episode. There are seven candles, symbolic of the seven principles, the matrix and minimum set of values, which African people are urged to live by in order to rescue and reconstruct their lives in their own image and according to their own needs. There are three red candles as a whole that represent struggle. The three red candles represent a separate principle, and these candles are placed to the left of the black candle. The principles include Kujikajalia, which we talked about, Ujima, and Ujama which is day four. Just as a review, Kujikajalia, self-determination, it represents defining, naming, creating, and speaking for oneself. The next principle where the candle is lit is Ujima, and this is the principle of collective work and responsibility, and it takes on the vocation, building community, and developing it as a way to restore African Americans and Pan Americans to their traditional greatness. We have Ujama, which is what we're talking about today. This is the principle of cooperative economics. The goal is to profit from these endeavors as a community. Then there are three green candles, each representing a specific principle. And these candles are placed to the right of the black candles and the last ones lit. So we have Nia, Kumba and Imani. There are different lighting orders. Some people do it different ways, but according to the official Kwanzaa website, the proper order of lighting the Kanara, which is the candle holder, which we discussed in a previous episode, the first day is to light the black candle on the first day of Kwanzaa. The second day, you'll light the black candle and the far left red candle. Third day, you'll light the black candle and the two far left red candles. The fourth day, you'll light the black candle first, and then the far left red, moving from left to right until all the red candles are lit. So that's on the fourth day. The fifth day, you'll light the black candle first, and then light all three red candles, moving from left to right, and then the green candle beside the black candle. Sixth day, you'll light the black candle and then moving from left to right, all of the red candles and then the first 
and second green candles closest to the black candle. And the seventh day, you'll light all the candles, starting with the black candle, move to the far red candle, and proceed to light all the candles, moving the first green candle beside it, the black candle, moving to the first green candle beside the black candle, and continuing until all of the green candles are lit. The goal is to light the candles after the black one by moving from left to right when facing the Kanara. According to the official Kwanzaa website, it explains this procedure is to indicate that the people come first, then the struggle, then the hope comes from the struggle. So that's just a little bit about the candles and why they are red, black, and green. Ujamaa which is what we're talking about today. It's a Swahili term meaning cooperative economics. The emphasis is the building and supporting of businesses within the community so that it fosters the economic empowerment and collective prosperity. And it's rooted in the principles, of course, shared wealth and responsibility, self-reliance. It encourages individuals to invest in the community-owned enterprises prioritize local commerce, and collaborate on economic initiatives that benefit the collective within our community's economic ecosystem, which means supporting local music venues, arts organizations, going to some of the concerts. And you can do that too in your neighborhood, in your community. You do not have to be a musician. Maybe you, if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably someone who enjoys the arts and would like to know more about it, one of the ways that you can practice Ujamaa is to advocate for fair compensation and opportunities within the industry. By embracing Ujamaa, opera singers such as myself, we can contribute to the sustainability and growth of our local music community while we are also promoting equity and inclusivity within the broader industry. The principle encourages artists to consider broader impact economic decisions, and we can prioritize the ethical and sustainable practices and leverage our platform to advocate for the economic justice and empowerment through strategic partnerships and resource sharing, collective bargaining. Opera singers can play a vital role in reshaping the economic landscape, the music industry, and ensuring that it remains equitable and accessible, supportive of all artists at all levels of their career. And not only are we talking about being, for me, as an opera singer, but definitely we have musicians that listen to this podcast. We have creative artists that listen to this podcast. Performing artists, including dancers of all genres, we really look at the arts as a unifying force. So I also wanted to share a treat. This is from Chef Jessica B. Harris, compliments of the National Museum African American History and Culture, from her book, Kwanzaa Keepsake, celebrating the holiday with new tradition and feasts. The pink party punch is a crowd pleaser. The ingredients include one pound canned ripe olives drained, one tablespoon of dried thyme, one teaspoon of minced garlic, one teaspoon of minced fresh habanero, 
or other hot sauce to taste or other hot chili to taste. Two tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil, salt, and freshly ground black pepper to taste. And the instructions, place the frozen strawberries in the bowl of a blender or food processor and blend until they are liquid. Place the strawberries and all of their remaining ingredients in a large pitcher. Add ginger ale, ice, stir, and serve. So I think that's a really fun recipe to complement the Kwanzaa principle for today. And I hope you like that recipe. I hope you gain a deeper appreciation for celebrating African heritage and values. Whether you're observing Kwanzaa or learning about it for the first time, learning more about it like me, because they really don't talk about it in schools at all. It's not a religious holiday at all. They may touch on it, but when I grew up, they didn't talk about it at all. So let's embrace the spirit of unity and creativity and faith in our lives and communities as artists. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, stay musical, stay inspired, and stay connected. Bye.